0: This edition of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2019 Greek Island Longevity Experience in Ikaria. Join Damien Christoph, and myself for 10 days on the island where people forget to die. Live with the locals, drink the wine, eat the food and discover the longevity lifestyle with a select group of like-minded people just like you who will become friends for life. Activities include stunning hikes, cooking classes, essential oil workshops, festivals and dancing, grape stomping and wine harvesting, village hopping, beach days on the Aegean Sea, farming and foraging with the locals and so much more. For dates, details, highlights of previous events and to apply, go to 100notout.com. Group size limited to 16 and applications processed on a first-in, first-served basis. Thewellnesscoach.com Streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pearce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, Marcus Pierce here with you and it gives me great pleasure to bring on the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He's my brother from another mother. I miss him. He's all the way down in Melbourne. I'm up here in Byron Bay, the great Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. Are you sweltering in the Melbourne heat?
1: <laughs> I am, but you'll be uh, pleased to know that a little cool change has come through. Um, which has brought a little bit of rain, a sprinkle, and we dropped from about thirty-seven degrees down to probably twenty-three degrees in ten minutes. So that all happened. Um, that's Melbourne for you—four seasons in one day. Absolutely, but I love it. I love it. Like we've had a roaster of a day. The day is coming to an end, and uh, still have some salmon on the barbecue with some salad, and we'll be we'll be we'll be right. Jump in the pool. The pool's probably still thirty-one degrees, and uh, we'll have a great night. That's so
0: perfect. <laughs> So good. Yes. We love Melbourne. No, we're biased. Um, so we had a great conversation <laughs> on our last episode of 100 Not Out. We were talking about sliding doors moments and synchronicity mm. and, and, you know, how to find the good in the challenging parts of life and all the rest of it. But there is so much more to talk about. And I want to ask you some more questions. I want to share with you a couple of other things I've been thinking about. Uh, chew your ear off because again, I'm struggling to get a bit of sear time at the moment. So you are just copying it. Left, right, and centre. I'm bailing up neighbours, talking to people in the street. Oh no, I know, know, but that's all right. It's uh, as I said to my friends, you know, you're not going to see me for five years, but I'll come out in like 2024, and I'll um, I'm still alive, rearing a go. All the kids will be at school, and (laughs) uh, we'll reappear. (laughs) As you can tell, I'm mentally and emotionally bracing myself. (laughs) A big second half of the year. (laughs) God help me. Anyway, so I was talking to Cindy Amira on the phone today, oh, yeah. and um, so Cindy was a 35 year old mum of three, and she was at a Tony Robbins event called "Unleash the Power Within," and on the final day of the event, Robbo goes missing, and someone comes on and talks all about nutrition, and or this was back in the day. Uh, that Cindy, when Cindy was 35. So what would Cindy be now? We're not going to put an age on it because she's ageless, Cindy. But, 36. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Cindy's at least 55. So I'm going to say at, over 20 years ago when Cindy was there, Cindy was a 35-year-old mum of three and there was a 28-year-old woman on the stage presenting all of this nutritional information, eat whole foods, look after yourself, la, la, la. And Cindy's there going, I've got a book sitting in my cupboard. It had either been published or it was unpublished, but it was almost like ready to be published. And Cindy hadn't published it. And I could be wrong, but let's just say she hadn't published it, right? And she's looking at this woman on the stage going, I could do exactly what she's doing. Like I've got a book there. It says all the same stuff. Anyway, cut a long story short. This inspires Cindy so much. She goes home and she publishes Changing Habits and it becomes the foundation of this multi-million dollar business all over the world, la, 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 la. But Cindy never knew who that woman was uh, on stage and it had nagged her for years as to who it was because in terms of synchronicity, Cindy knew that that was a real sliding doors moment and she wanted to actually find this person to just say thank you because that person would not have known the impact that, that she had had so cindy then goes to a brandon bay's uh journey weekend with kim morrison in ballina didn't even call to say hi on the way past right and rude just rude and she goes down there and um and brandon bay's is there and she's talking about that in a former life, she did a lot of work with Tony Robbins and she traveled with Tony Robbins presenting his nutrition seminars and nutrition information for 10 years. And Cindy goes, Oh my gosh. Is this for real? I said, Brandon Bays, were you at UPW 1995 Tony Robbins event? She's like, Yeah, that was me on the stage. And he's like, Oh my gosh. He said, How young were you? She said, Well, you know, I'm 28 and that. And, um, well, she thought she was 28, but she was actually 40. That, that was what Cindy was saying. And, Cindy's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that was Brandon Bays, uh, the journey practitioner, uh, sharing this information that had been the sliding doors moment in her life. And she said to Brandon Bays, you know, thank you so much. La, 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 la. Brandon Bays had no idea who Cindy was, even though that Cindy had only interviewed her on up for a chat three or four weeks earlier Um, and just said, thank you. That's great. Many thanks. And Cindy was absolutely thrilled that this sliding door moment, this synchronous event had almost Fully uh, had gone full circle. Um, it just took 20 years for her to, I suppose, close the circle, connect the dot. But that's unreal. Isn't that stuff fascinating? Mm, I do, I find that absolutely fascinating. I love
1: it. And it's a great story, it's a really great story because sometimes you know you've got these people in your mind, in your heart for a long, long time, and and all of a sudden it appears. And in the, I ask, I ask this question often. I know, it can be perceived to be a little bit woo woo, it can be a little bit crazy, crazy. But w- was there an intention from the outset? Was there an intention, you know, from the word go, that this was the way your life was going to play out and eventually you're going to bump into that person again? Like, was that always going to be the case?
0: Does well, was it always going like, to be the case that I was sitting in a little thatched cottage on 100 acres in Donegal town in Whoop Whoop Northwest Island eating some lentil bolognese with my hardcore vegan girlfriend. No, my newly minted fiancé. Uh, and there's a bloke with hair on a sh- little 4x3 screen doing a show called Downsize Me. And then Sarah almost burps on her lentils and says, oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> Damo. And me in my great story, great newly, newly crowned vegan lifestyle, curious about all things food, then – Wants to learn more about you and cut, you know, fast forward 12 months. We move back to Australia and you've got forage and we start stocking it in our practice and away we rock and roll. And then I have my big epiphanies about longevity and you're scared out of your wits about turning 40 and you've got a podcast and I go, well, who else would I have on a podcast than you? And you say yes and you know, here we are.
1: And then you end up running the thing that we started.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then
1: add all and of money I, and into then the money to the taking over it, and then and then I'm off and I'm gone,
0: <laughs> sailing off into the Move sunset. That. Yeah, down. that was my intention the whole time when I was in Ireland. I was like, how can I railroad this guy? <laughs> Give it a ten year. See, that was Certainly. back in two thousand and that was two thousand and six. Yeah. That was thirteen well, years ago.
1: It's A while ago,
0: that I saw you on the TV, but that you know you join all of those dots. I mean, if I mm-hmm. if I had gone to London and not to Ireland,
1: yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't have seen the show, right? If I had been sure. in Dublin and not in yeah. Donegal, um, yes. I may not have been sitting down watching TV like that. I probably would have been at a pub that was probably going to be just next door to my apartment, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can only, yeah, I, I, you know. Like you said, this can all, everyone can go, oh, guys, you're really just stretching the truth now. But I just think it's a really good exercise <laughs> to sit down and reflect. You know, think of you and Maria Zushman, who we mentioned in the last episode, um, catching up in yep. Melbourne the other, the other yep. week to play golf, and you didn't end up playing golf.
1: No, no, we didn't. It was 47 degrees or 46 degrees or something in Melbourne. It was really windy, and I don't think Maria's ever experienced that sort of temperature. So, I texted her the day before and said, Look, Maria, it's going to be really hot, really windy. I don't think we're going to want to play golf. She goes, No, no, we'll be fine. It'll be fine. No worries. Let's just check in and see when you get here. Like, well, she arrived and she was sitting in the car and the car had melted around her. She was still sitting, like, you know, it was all melted on the ground. The car was gone and she goes, Oh, maybe it's a little bit too hot to play golf. I said, Let's go for a, a boozy lunch. So, we lobbed on down to um, where do we go to? Um, Stoke House and a couple of aperol's later and maybe a Riesling <laughs> or Rosé or two and we'd had uh, some great conversations and I said why don't you come to Greece with us and she goes really and I go what are you doing in September she goes, nothing I said all right I'll call Marcus now and so I uh, called Marcus send him a little texty and uh and and there we are well- and uh
0: yeah, so then, so when I said to when I was speaking to Marie about this, she said it's kind of divine intervention, isn't it? Because if we were playing golf, we probably would never have got into those conversations, which would never have really brought career up. And that's when I go doo, 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 doo. like I don't think it would have happened. No, true.
1: This is it. It may not have. We may not have actually had that chat because we would have played golf, come home, had a barbecue, jumped in the pool, had a swim you know, done that, wouldn't have had the time to chat for three, four or five hours over a couple of apparoles and and that was it, you know. and But because we had that time to chat and just explore and see what each other's, you know, steps were for the next 12 or 18 months, what are we planning on doing, what are we going to do, you know, which part of the world are we going to, you know, work in, do travel to, all that sort of stuff, what holidays do we have planned, et cetera, et cetera. Because we had that chat, that uh, opportunity arose that Maria would join us. Probably similar to Natisse, who's also coming with us to yes. You know. Well, how did so I
0: don't know how that came up.
1: Well, she was sitting there and, and um, her partner, Chris, or husband partner, husband Chris had said, uh, you know, I don't really want to travel. And she said, well, I really want to travel. And um, and so I, I want to go overseas to Europe. He's like, well, I don't really want to go. And she goes, well, I'm just going to go by myself. And then all of a sudden she saw a notification from um, us come through that said, you know, Icaria 2019 applications now open. She goes, well, that's like that happened just at the time we had that conversation. So maybe that's where I've got to go. So she reaches out to me, Icaria, should I come? I go, absolutely, naughty, off you go. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, and so she um, she applies and um, she passes and, uh, and she's coming along with us to Icaria. But it was only really through a conversation and then a sequence of events. She received an email. She sends me a text message. Has a meeting with you, and now she's coming and uh, interestingly her her year this year is packed with travel because Chris has realised how much she wants to travel. And, uh, and so now they're traveling even more. So they're going to go to more exotic destinations throughout the year. And so, you know, sometimes it's all about just opening up and telling people what it is that you really want and what you're trying to achieve. And, and then these opportunities present. So imagine you really wanted to go to Icaria, but you actually hadn't had a conversation with someone that could help you make that decision. Well, and so then you have that conversation, and then all of a sudden it takes place.
0: Tell the story, and you don't have to say names because, because, um, These people haven't registered for Icaria. But tell the story of the people that are thinking about coming to Icaria that saw the car.
1: (laughs) That saw the car? The car.
0: It was on Facebook. And, you know, you know the people, the number plates.
1: (laughs) I know, right. Like, as if that's not more of an indicator so you can continue to ignore situations oh, no but don't con-
0: put them no but don't don't that they might not be ignoring the situation so you have to be no, very careful here no 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 no, no. but uh, they may
1: not be but the universe yes may generally speaking you,
0: yeah
1: the universe could be giving you as many clues as possible and you could continue to ignore those clues eventually the universe is going to say you know it's going to slap you on the bang you over the head Yeah. You are coming or you are going or you are doing this. And so, the, the more you ignore it, the more messages you'll get. So, it's amazing. Like, like Who would have ever thought that a car with a number plate that says Ikaria would drive past you?
0: Yeah, So, that's what happened. I wanted you to tell that story. So, someone that is thinking of coming to Icaria was literally talking to you and then they saw a car with a number plate to Icaria in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And <laughs> took a photo Maybe of it, it was- and sent it. Yeah. Maybe maybe
1: it was um who was lady we interviewed the other day who who wrote my career? Speedy. Yeah, yep. maybe it was Speedy. Maybe it was her car.
0: Maybe it was. We should ask you. Maybe it was. And um and just a couple of other things like I'm just thinking of those those Ikaria attendees and podcast listeners. You remember when uh Chantal was listening, who came with us in twenty eighteen, was listening to a Bioceuticals podcast, I think it might have been yeah. an interview with you, and they obviously yep. said, Damien Christoph is the host of 100 Not Out, Comes yep. and then, so she comes over and listens to 100 Not Out. The very first episode she listened to was us talking about a trip to Ikaria, and she said, that's exactly what I've been looking for, and she comes. And it's like, you know, those dots, they join very clearly, and you think, that's when you just think, you know, sometimes... You've got to have the belief though and this is what you were saying earlier I think is is it the intention do you I think I think you do have to believe to a point that the world does work in these mysterious ways because if you don't believe that the world works in those mysterious ways then you would probably just call all of the things we've been speaking about on this episode and the last one just coincidences and nothing more nothing less
1: Yeah well and this is this is what people could actually do and so many people are very fatalistic they go oh it's just what it is it's a coincidence but uh, other people are a bit more you know maybe esoteric or universal in their thinking they would go well you know at some point I was going to get directed in that you know in that way and I was going to end up there anyway so it's just it's an interesting um it's an interesting thing to look at and so I look at the decisions I make these days um in the uh, quest to avoid outcomes that I've seen other people um have as a result of decisions that have been made. And I suppose that's one way in which you could learn lessons. So some people continue to learn lessons by doing the things that other people have done and expecting a different result. Um, that's one way of learning a lesson or, you know, experiencing an outcome. Um, and there's many things in my life that I still do. That are repeat behaviors that don't give me the outcome that I was expecting or wanting, even though it's a repeated behavior. And like you, you bump your head and you bang your head and you go, Why aren't you learning this lesson? Don't do it again. And then you just go and repeat that behavior again. There's, there's,
0: there's something that. Um, that is, yeah, that is me to a t-, t-, t with sleep at the moment. We do
1: it. I know. We do oh. it. Because, like you, know, I know you need lots of sleep. Um,
0: but I, I tell myself I need less than, than, I, than I do. Yeah, but you don't.
1: Yeah, you do need more sleep.
0: So as I keep so saying i go like, to bed Amber at nine thirty, is... and then I'm, I'm going, "Oh my gosh, it's quarter to 11. And I'm yeah. going, why, <laughs> "Why can't I get up at five thirty in the morning and just bounce out of bed?" So well, yeah, it's just... yeah. <sighs> well, you used to go. To, you used to go to sleep
1: very, very early. That's right. It's yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? But there are lots of sliding door moments. So I wonder. Like I wonder. Um, probably the same as you. Like you look back at the decisions that your parents made and. Yeah, you know, maybe you know, if my dad didn't do X, Y, Z, then I may not have had the relationship that I had with my grandfather and my and my nana, uh, my papa and my nana, uh, that really fulfilled my life, and and you know, I, I wouldn't have grown up yeah. having a, as an expansive mind as what I do, and I probably wouldn't have become a naturopath had yeah. my mom and dad stayed together because we were going to probably move to Adelaide or whatever, and so my whole life would have been different. Oh wow. Um, and so. And, and uh, if my parents hadn't stayed together, had not stayed together, then you and I definitely wouldn't have met because I wouldn't have studied chiropractic. There's no yep. way. It wouldn't have happened. I would have gone down a finance route um, and and that's probably where I would have ended up in finance and probably living in Adelaide. Maybe in Adelaide, he near Brett. near Brett. Maybe I might have been
0: Brett's accountant. So maybe I might have <laughs> met you eventually. Who knows? But, <laughs> you might have been my accountant instead I, it, of yeah, my co-host yeah. and my I best mate. I could have mate. been
1: the wellness accountant. Who knows? Oh, so, who knows? But- you know, there's there's different things, but so we can definitely we can look at all of those things. Had I not bought had, had I not bought Vita, what else might I be doing with chiropractic? Could it, would I still be a chiropractor? Who knows? Had I not started forage, um, may I have been speaking as much as what I have been? Um, all there's all of those different questions.
0: Wow, oh, there's so many other things I could bring up. Go on, bring them up. Well, so Sarah grew up in Trelgan, Country Victoria. I know, right? But- How does good- Amazing. So, yeah. she worked at Donvale Chiropractic Centre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was living in Templestowe. I quit my role as a at at SEN Radio because I'd got a job at Channel Nine at the Footy Show. In between jobs, I go. I'm going to go over to Fremantle and visit my friend Alicia Gorey, who's now Alicia Loxley. and. Sarah says, I'm going to go and visit my friend, Ali Scott, who's now Ellie Young, who's a chirop who was at that time a chiropractor over in Fremantle. Now, those two girls, Alicia and Ellie, had become friends. And Sarah and I, coincidentally, both went over to Fremantle at exactly the same time to see our respective friends. And that's how we met. Now, then mm. I go home. I go mm. home. Sarah comes home. I say to Sarah in Temple at a cafe one night, would you like to be my girlfriend? She says, yes. She comes back. To this is like a week, no, maybe like two or three days into our relationship. She's over at my place. My mum's there. My sisters are there. My neighbor, Damien Rossi walks in to the house, right? And know. he's like, yeah. Sarah. And she's like, Damien. And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm, I'm Marcus's girlfriend. And he's like, oh, wow. And I'm Dame. I'm like, Dame, how do you know Sarah? She's like, she's my chiropractor. And I'm like, what, what is this? So a girl from Terralgan who worked 10 minutes from my house. I had to fly all the way over to Western Australia to meet and then uh, so the connection began. And, you know, if I didn't take the job at Channel 9, I would have just started at SEN and would never have gone on that trip. And it's just like, what the?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. It's absolutely incredible. It's, you know, um, I bumped into Amber uh, and the reason why we're sharing all of these stories is because we want you to get your juices, you know, going. We want, to, we want you to think about all these things and, and, you know, see it for what it actually is. I think we're going to get a big thunderclap here in a second. I saw a massive big bolt of lightning, so could get a big thunderclap. Um we want you to, you know, think about the great things that have occurred as a result of the decisions that you've made. So, yes, maybe it was challenging at the time. Yes, maybe it broke your heart. Maybe it stressed you out. Maybe you got gray hair. Maybe you lost your hair. Damo's lost your hair. Nothing know <laughs> that. Well, maybe these things have happened. So, But we're telling you these here as examples so that you can actually check check the blessing. So You mean Amber. Yeah, so I was – uh, dating a uh, high school sweetheart, uh, Rachel, and, and we we caught up. She'd moved to London. We caught up in New Zealand. We then caught up back in Melbourne again. We're having all these great discussions. And I was walking through Port Melbourne and um, and my mate Ben and Kerry were um, also in Port Melbourne. And he sent me a little message. He goes, are you walking along the beach in Port Melbourne with Rachel? And I said, Yes, where are you? And he said, I'm across the road. And I said, hey, wait. Okay. <laughs> so I walk across the road. There's Ben and Kerry and there's Amber and Joe and Justin. And uh, and so they go, oh, this is Joe and Justin and this is Amber. And I go, hi, I'm, I'm Damien, this is Rachel. <laughs> and, uh, and so we are having chats and yada, yada, yada. And so then that all goes and Rachel and I go and, you know, get, do our thing and they do their thing. And um, I call Ben the next day and he goes, you're seeing Rachel, and I said, "Oh well, we're just you know kind of hanging out, and then nothing, nothing came of that." And then I uh, went back to New Zealand, and he said, "Do you remember that girl Amber that um, was at the dinner table?" And I said, "Yeah, I remember Amber." And he goes, "She's moving to New Zealand." I said, "You're kidding," and he said, "Yeah, you should, you should, you know, take her out and show her a few things, and you know, introduce her to a few people when she gets there." I'm going, "Okay, cool, no worries." So um, Amber lands in Melbourne. Um, oh no, in, sorry, lands in Auckland. And I'm living in Auckland at the time, and and I, I give her a call. Actually, I think I might give her a text message. Hey, uh, Ben said you're in New Zealand. Do you want to catch up for dinner and you know just have a chat? So we caught up for dinner. I was like, oh, this girl was really cool. Um, but actually, before we before we went for dinner, I actually went to her apartment block where she was staying, a Service Departments in Quest in Parnell, and um, I could see the silhouette of this girl. I'm going, wow, she. She looks pretty good. And uh, so I'm walking towards this girl and it happens to be Amber. And so we're walking down these steps like to get to this dinner location and she slips and she falls into my arms. And I thought, oh, that's oh, kind of funny. Oh, no. Um, I kid you not. So she slips, falls into my arms, I catch her and we have a bit of a laugh, you know, a bit of a chuckle about it and she's working for Ford over there and um, and we walk up to dinner and we go to this beautiful Italian restaurant. Oh, sorry, um, Indian restaurant, get this Indian meal and – I said, well, this is really nice, nice night. Do you want to catch up again? She said? yeah, that would be cool. And I said, look, I've got to go back to Melbourne, Queen's birthday weekend, got a party on, yada, yada, yada. When I get back, let's catch up. And so uh, she does. I catch up with Kerry and I said to Kerry, I think I want to catch up with this girl, again, Amber. And Kerry said, don't you hurt her, don't you muck her up. And I said, I wouldn't <laughs> do such a thing. And so I called up Amber when I got back and I said, hey, do you want to catch up for a meal again and just hang out? And she goes, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So we go to this Italian restaurant um, in Parnell, but on my way to meet her, she's waiting out at the front of her um her Quest Service Department's in Parnell, and I walk over the silhouette again, like repeated. And we walk down the steps, and she slips in the steps again, and I catch her again.
0: No, I go,
1: no, sit, twice, twice. Oh my god! I go, I go. This girl wants me bad.
0: Want <laughs> First up. time okay. was an accident, second time she has purposefully she slipped. She
1: means it. She means it right. So I think it she she seriously is into demo. And I uh, and so <laughs> i have been watching Hitch. I don't know if you remember yeah, the Yeah,
0: I know Hitch, I love Hitch. Well he
1: he gave me all of my um dating prowess. So he said, Don't ever kiss a girl until the third date. That so so go out for, we go out for this meal, and I, in my mind, I think, okay, well, this is the second date. In her mind, she thinks, oh, I've met this really nice guy. He's cool, just hanging out with him. Yeah. You know, Interesting, I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, This girl's really into me. Totally different, reading the situation <laughs> totally differently. And uh, so nothing happens. I walk her back to her apartment. I say, have a great night. You know, I'll be in touch. We'll catch up again soon. Anyway, I send her a message a couple of days later. Hey, I'm in Parnell. Do you want to catch up? Not realizing that she's not living the student life like I am. And at 10.30 at night, she's got her phone off. (laughs) And uh, she thinks it's some other kind of call that's coming through from this guy who she's just, you know, kind of caught up with. Anyway, so we go to this other party a couple of days later. Um, for a girl, um, Michelle Levine is her name now. Um, she was turning twenty-one, and I said, you know, why don't you come along to this party? You know, she goes, oh look, I've got some friends uh, with me. Uh, one, her name's Emily, and the other guy's name's Kenton. I said, Kenton, there's no Kentons in the world. Like, there's only one Kenton that I know of. It's not Kenton Elliott, is it? She goes, how do you know Kenton Elliot? No. I said, I studied, I studied accounting with him at Deakin Geelong. No, <laughs> and, uh, and she goes. He's working for Nike now. I said, are kidding? Me? We'll bring him along to the party. So we'll go to this 21st birthday party. And that was the night that Amber and I kissed because, for me, it was our third date. And for her, she's going, what the heck's going on here, right? And that I thought she is was the kid. best. And now we're married. Isn't that amazing? So that's the story. So had I not bumped into Amber with Rachel and Ben and Joe and Kerry and Justin in Port Melbourne, um, there may not have been that familiar link that Ben would have gone, oh, you know, go and catch up with
0: Damo. If you would not been in Port Melbourne on that day. Is that amazing? That's the best. This is the stuff that I think is if you're open to it, it's definitely worth putting a bit of time and effort and thought into it. <laughs> Write it all down. If this didn't happen, then that wouldn't happen. Oh, I love that. I love that. Amazing, huh? What a great like thing. Think knows. about all those great
1: things. So I could think about the flip side of that equation to all of the other things that might have occurred or could have occurred had things been different Had I not been single, had I stayed with Michelle, all of those sort of things, had all of that stuff taken place, I might have had a totally different life, but here I am living an exceptional life. Love it.
0: You know, I've loved this conversation so much. We're going to have more of these conversations uh, in Ikaria with our wonderful group uh, in Ikaria, the Greek Greek island known as the island where people forget to die. This all happens on September 4 to 13 this year, applications over at one hundred notout.com, dot Damo. We'll be sharing a wine together. We'll be having a little bit of what's probably no apérol, no apérol. What's that beautiful dessert wine we have over Afianis. there at the winery? Yes. Um, oh, I've, I, love I love these conversations. I love these conversations. Me too. Me too. Aren't they great? Uh, Are they great? We could just do so many more. We could start talking about our childhood, but then we might start boring <laughs> all of our listeners. <laughs> list, list, list. Yeah, this <laughs> might, we might have just peaked. Uh, at this episode. All right. Thanks again, Damo, for all of your wisdom. Thank you Thank so you. much. Uh, it's been wonderful. For more on Damo, head on over to christoph.com myself at MarcusPierce.com.au. Big thanks to everyone who makes this podcast possible, our editor Joseph Tomo, Rosie Garner and Cielo who do our social media and to you, our loyal listeners, thanks again for your support of the podcast. Until next time, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life.